Hey there, Koejo here, and I understand that running your own Facebook ads can be quite complicated and intimidating, and yet, at this point, you're not ready to hire out Facebook ad management. So, if this is you, I can teach you how to run your own Facebook ads. One-on-one, -on -one, unlimited support over the next 28 days. We will have three Zoom calls, and in between those calls, you get all the support and all my strategies I will audit your graphics, your ad copy, make sure that you're set up the way that's working best for my clients. We'll take care of all the analytics. I will coach you step by step how to troubleshoot ads, how to know when to scale, and how to read all the signs so that you're equipped to run successful lead magnet campaigns and profitable sales campaigns and registration campaigns for your launch or what have you. If you need this kind of support from me right now, then click the link in the show notes below. It's the art of online business forward slash call. I've been doing this all along, but now the offer is just focused on helping you run your successful ad campaign within the next 28 days and the next five people get a pretty nice discount. All right, the link is in the show notes below. Back to the episode. Just do it. Just get into the Latin market um, or international traffic because you know it's it's cheap, it's untapped territory, and the competition is minimal. And this big, big, big opportunity. This is the show where I bring you the best tips, tactics, and strategies for using paid traffic to grow your business on autopilot. You also hear what's working and not working right now from the top minds in online marketing so that you can get more leads and sales every day without having to empty your wallet in the process. If you're looking to get started with Facebook ads, you're a total beginner and you'd like to learn how you can create profitable Facebook ads for less than $10 a day, don't miss my free streaming online workshop that I put together for you, which you can sign up for over at rickmulready.com forward slash newbies. That's N-E-W-B-I-E-S, rickmulready.com forward slash newbies. All right, here's today's episode. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Art of Paid Traffic podcast. How's it going, AOP tiers? I am Rick Mulready. Can you tell I'm trying to figure out what to call you guys? Uh, for some reason, the acronym AOPT has really caught on with people and they're always referring to this podcast as AOPT. Um, totally cool. I'm trying to figure out what to call you guys though. AOPTers, I've used AOPT friends. Still trying to figure that out. Any suggestions, tweet me at Rick Mulready or um, leave a comment over on the show notes page. I'd love to uh, to hear what you think. But anyway, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Really appreciate you tuning into the podcast here. I've got a really interesting episode for you today as my guest as my guest is Gus Sevilla. And he is an expert in running paid traffic to the Latin American market. And I asked Gus to join me because this conversation offers a different perspective on the show here than any anyone we talked about. So if you're looking for an opportunity to grow your business in markets outside of the US, where paid traffic is a lot less expensive and there's very little competition at this time. That is, of course, until everybody hears this episode, there's going to be a whole lot of competition. Sorry, Gus. Uh, my interview with Gus here today is really going to resonate with you and give you a lot of ideas to think about. So you're going to be learning things like the most important thing that you need to do when considering marketing to other countries outside of the US. You're, we're going to be talking about the mentality that you need to have, not only for yourself, 
but also that you need to consider for your target in other countries. Gus talks about strategies that are working right now when it comes to marketing to the Latin American market. Why, if you're considering marketing to other countries outside the US, that you may want to consider reaching those audiences first within the United States. And Gus will explain more about that. Gus talks about why opt-in pages haven't worked for him and what is working instead. And the one thing that Gus suggests that you do right now, if you're looking to grow your business through markets that are outside of the US, I think you're going to find this one really interesting today. All right, here's Gus Sevilla. All right, Gus, welcome to the uh, Art of Paid Traffic. How you doing, man? Very good, man. Very good. Thank you very much. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Well, thanks for coming on today. And I'm excited to be talking about this topic because it's one that we haven't really broached here on the podcast yet. But before we jump into it, give us a little bit of a background, just a, just a quick background about yourself and sort of um, you know your sort of role, if you will, in the whole world of paid traffic here, what you've been doing. <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm a jack of all trades, what you would call it. Um, pretty much I've been doing uh, internet marketing for about 14 years now. Um, 10 years uh, for like over a decade, I've been doing it in the English market. But recently, I, I got into the Latin market and um, just been running traffic from there, just uh, do, doing different strategies, PPC, PPV, uh, building my list, which is uh, one of the main things that I do in there. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's been going very well. It's been going very, very, very good. Um, now, you know, with the trend of Facebook uh, lately in the last couple of years, you know, I've been trying that out uh, in the Latin market. It's, uh, it's also a big explosion for me as well. Uh, what, tra- what directed you over towards the Latin market? Uh, that, that's very interesting. It's a very interesting story. Um, a couple of years back, I went to a seminar in, um, in Arizona for Jeff Work at the Bright mm-hmm. Launch Formula. Mm-hmm. And right next to me, it was, uh, it was like an empty seat. And somebody sits next to me, like about an hour later, he says, listen, can I sit there? And I said, yeah, you can sit there. And we ended up talking. Uh, we ended up being in the same mastermind with Jeff and everything. And, um, and he ended up being in the Latin market. And he was having a seminar uh, a couple of months after. And he invited me over. I went over there and he gave me some VIP treatment, treatment and it was it was it was a small seminar. It wasn't that many people in there, mm-hmm. but um, it, it kind of opened my eyes because of the, the stuff that, that people were talking about and, and the things that they were doing. And I saw the, the potential. So I said, you know what? Let, let me try this market. Let me see what happens. Uh, I speak Spanish. Uh, I was born and raised in New York, so I speak Spanglish. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> I don't speak English. And I don't speak Spanish. Nice. <laughs> So I said, let me try it out. Uh, it can't hurt. And um, I, I developed a product uh, shortly after, a couple of months later. And I did uh, my first launch. And we actually did uh, a quarter of a million dollars in about five days. So it was, uh, it was pretty good. So after that, I said, you know what? This is it. I'm going to stay here. Let me see what happens. And um, ever since then, I've been just uh, marketing to the Latin um, community. And uh, it's been going very, very well. I've been learning Spanish in the process, too. <laughs> oh, you have, really? Well, I, you know, my Spanish was really bad. Yeah. To say the least. So now it's uh, it, it's it's a lot better. You're, was- you're you're leaning away from the Spanglish more towards the Spanish. <laughs> yeah, so- I mean I learned a lot. Believe me when I tell you. I mean like doing the webinars, I learned a lot because I, w- I I used to see things that wouldn't make any sense, and sometimes I would throw words that wouldn't make sense for certain countries. Mm-hmm. The slang and uh, but I I learned it in the process, and now uh, I'm, I'm more uh, neutral when it comes to uh, uh, what I say. You know. So let's, let's talk about that for a second. So what are some of those things that you need to consider if you are you know, looking at uh, another market outside of the US market? So in this case here, we'll talk about you know, the, the Latin markets here, slang, budgets, that sort of thing. What are some of those things that you need to consider if you're looking at one of those markets that it's outside of the States? First thing you need to consider is uh, you need to know 
where you want to target, like what market, and by which market, I mean which country. Mm-hmm. Every country has a different uh, slang, dialect, culture, uh, way of thinking. Um, some countries, um, they, they can't spend a certain amount of money uh, online. They're very restricted. So you have to know your, your market. You have to study really, really good. Um, and I would you, say you mean, you mean like legally restricted, or they're just restricted from a, from you know their own personal budget perspective? No, they're they're legally restricted. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, for example, Venezuela, they can't do certain things online, or they have a certain budget they can only spend um, a year. So, oh, uh, interesting. If, okay. If you sell, let's say, a high ticket item, you can't really uh, sell to uh, to Venezuela or to certain other countries. Mm. Um, and if you're selling, let's say, uh, physical products, you know, you have to consider, uh, you know, do you offer shipping to those countries? Mm-hmm. Can you handle the the currency, the taxes? Um, is that product allowed um, in that country? Can you ship it to that country? So uh, there's a lot of little things that you need to consider before you even start putting your ads or building landing pages or or even thinking about uh, you know making money right with, with that product itself. So a lot of research is going to go going to go into that before you really dive into a specific market. Yes, yes, definitely. And I'll grant that. I mean, it's a, there's a huge explosion now with uh, uh, in the Latin market. Um, I, I, as a matter of fact, a couple of days ago, I read a I read an article that said that in 1996, I believe it was uh, 66% of the uh, of the searches were from the U.S., but now uh, it has dropped to like 13%, which leaves you know like a huge room for international traffic. You know, and, and a big part of it of, of, of that percentage is uh, Latin traffic. Hmm. So why would somebody? I, I'm 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 saying because hmm, I'm thinking about what you just said <laughs> there. Why would somebody? At, at what point would somebody want to consider like, all right, someone like yourself, you spent 10 years in the U.S. market, and then you decide to check out the, the Latin market. If someone who's listening right now wants to do the same thing, what like, I'm trying to figure out wh- who is this right for? You know, wh- what what type of situation might somebody be in where they're like, you know, what I want to um, test out a different market outside of the states? Well, uh, see, like anybody else, you know, the Latin market, you know, we we have needs, and I say we because I feel already part of this uh, <laughs> this whole explosion. Sure. Uh, you know, uh, you know, we want solutions for things. Uh, you know, we we're we're buying car insurances, we're buying different products, anti agents. Uh, you know, like a whole bunch of different uh, products that just like the U.S. You know, we we are in need for. Mm-hmm. The only difference is that um, the Latin market is really not conditioned, just like the, the for for. Uh, to buy online. They have credit cards. They go online. They buy on Amazon. They buy on eBay. They make purchases online with no problem. They pay their bills online. And it's become part of the society. Mm-hmm. Now, in the Latin market, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. They, uh, they're more skeptical. Um, and, and also another thing that you have to consider is that these people uh, get paid like two, three hundred bucks a month. Yeah. And they pay like, you know, either every month or every 15 days. So although they may have the same needs... You know the their their uh, their reach for uh, for spending is not really there as like the U.S. market. So I mean, we can definitely promote let's say diet products, diet products or, or things like that, but they won't really uh, react to it just like the U.S. market would. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, there's a big Hispanic market in the U.S. market. So sure. in the United States, there's a huge uh, you know Hispanic market, and as a matter of fact. You can you know put ads in English for the Hispanic market in the U.S. market, and it's a, a huge explosion as well. And these guys are very easy to, to reach. Uh, they spend a lot of money because they have the American mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to target to them in Spanish, you can also do that as well. 
you can build landing pages in Spanish with the keywords in Spanish, pay a lot less for PPC, and still reach a Hispanic U.S. market that's accustomed to spending online. Now, would you, if someone's looking, if, if this is of interest to somebody, so someone's listening right now and they're like, yeah, this is something that I really want to start testing out, would you recommend that they start that way? So it's trying to reach the Hispanic market here in the States or, you know, starting that research into other countries and, and, and trying to think about, all right, this is a country that I potentially might be, might want to kind of dive into and, and test out. Yeah. I mean, you can definitely uh, reach out the Hispanic market in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, to start off because it, it's a little bit easier. Uh, you can start doing um, campaigns in English and then um, translate them into, uh, into Spanish. Now, if you're trying to do, uh, a, you know, PPC outside the U.S., you have to consider a lot of things. Like we say, one of those things is the slang. Uh, when you build, um, say, landing pages, those mm-hmm. keywords have to be targeted to that specific market, to that specific country. It mm-hmm. has to make sense. Those keywords have to make sense. Sure. Uh, another tip that I, I, I want to give you is that um, each country has a different domain. So, for example, let's say Mexico. They have .com, .mx. Argentina, they have uh, .com, .ar. Uh, Mex- uh, Colombia, they have .com, .co. So if you're building a landing page, it's, uh, you know, I, I recommend you buy a domain from that specific country. Mm. And then, you know, build your landing page there, put your keywords, and, um, you know, target it that way. What are some other different strategies and tactics that you might use? Let's just, let's just keep going with the, I want to target a specific, um, you know, Latin American country, you know, not, not targeting the audience in the States. What are some different strategies and tactics that you would consider that are, are working pretty well right now? Of course, I don't want you to give away any secrets right now, but, <laughs> but you know, kind of what you're seeing out there that is from a strategic and, and tactical perspective, what's working? Well, uh, right now what's working for me I would say, well, I'm in the internet marketing niche, obviously, um, and, and you know, there's a big need for for people um, making extra money, <laughs> you know, like anywhere, not, not only outside the the, you know, in, in Spanish countries, but like anywhere. Uh, so for me, it's it's worked pretty well, like the the internet marketing niche. I mean, obviously, there's there's many sub niches from there. Uh, diet products have worked very well. As a matter of fact, I do have a pro, uh, a diet product uh, that's been converting very very well. It's my own. And um, anti-aging, that's another one that's been working really good for, for, for Spanish countries. So are the, and you mentioned the diet product is yours. Are the other products that you're creating, are, are, are the other products ones that you're creating or are they, are they are you part, are you, these affiliate products, what, where do they fall? Well, the diet product is mine. Okay. Actually, I have, I'm 50-50% uh, partner with somebody else. Gotcha. And it's uh, been doing very, very well. Um, other products that I promote are as an affiliate. And, um, of course, in the internet marketing niche, you know, when I, when I promote my own products or when I do different, uh, different launches or I promote uh, different launches from, from different JVs, you know, it's been done. Uh, it's been going very well as well. Okay. I, w- I want to go back to the sort of the mentality of doing and, and using paid traffic for these different markets. And we talked about the need for research. Where would somebody start with that research? And let's just say you mentioned Venezuela before. If I if I decide I want to do you know target Venezuela, it sounds like it's not, not necessarily a good a good choice. But if I do want to, where would I start doing that sort of research, and what would I be looking for? Well, we would do the research just like like anything else. You know, uh, what I do personally is I I go to Google, I I go to Alexa, I try to go to Spanish uh, different different websites like Univision.com. It all depends on you know which market I want to target. Mm-hmm. Is it specifically for women? Is it specifically for men? 
Um, and then I just go and research those different sites, see what ads are being ran in there. And of course, I have those uh, spy tools. You know, I have AdBeat and different other tools that I can also, um, you know, spy on the competition and see what's working and what's not. But basically, what I do is uh, just uh, I write down the keywords that I want to target specifically for that country. So Venezuela has a certain slang or a certain keyword that that only works in that specific country. I would just write it down. I would do a research on that specific keyword, and I would go to a different country. Uh, you know, with a similar keyword. Maybe it's the same keyword. Maybe it's a different keyword that's similar. And uh, just compare it and see which one has more traffic, which one has more volume, and then I just target that, um, you know, that specific country. And are you creating, is there any kind of um, content marketing around this, or is this strictly, you know, you're using this intelligence in your, in your ads and in your landing pages? Uh, both. Okay. Um, you know, I mean, back in the days, you're, I don't know if, uh, if you recall, you know, we were putting ads straight into the landing pages, and um, that didn't really work out too well. <laughs> I got my Google account suspended because of that. Right. But um, you know, nowadays, uh, pre-selling, you know, pre-sell pages is what's working. You know, just do a good pre-sell page. Um, you know, and, and uh, like articles or, or or like different landing pages that you can collect the the, the emails. You know, give them something free, and then uh, that's been working very well for me. Now, when uh, Charles, Kirk- Charles Kirkland was a previous guest on the show here, and we talked a lot about pre-sale pages, for what you're seeing, is that working better for using a pre-sale page going into directly into a sale or a pre-sale page into uh, an opt-in, then into the sale? Opt-in. Into the opt-in, okay. Into the opt-in. And yeah. then you're following up with a, some sort of email sequence to uh, go for the sale. Is that right? Yeah. We put them into an autoresponder sequence, and then uh, the sale comes from there. Okay. Now, in these other countries, how is the how is the email sort of sequence? I guess I'm trying to figure out the best way to ask this. How is that email sequence received by other countries? Again, going back to the mentality of that, um, where does that fall? Well, that's that's a pretty interesting question because uh, when it comes to emails, um, the Latin countries they use Hotmail a lot, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, Hotmail. They're very strict when it comes to uh, um, autoresponders or email mm-hmm. marketing. Sometimes yeah. they don't even get those messages. So it's a little bit tricky when it comes to uh, trying to communicate with your subscriber um, because of that. But um, overall, it's, it's been working very, very well. I mean, uh, um, once we put them to, through our autoresponder sequences, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, they, I think is like, the fourth or fifth email, that's when we start seeing like a, like a spike on, on sales. Fourth or fifth email. Okay. Yeah. And at what period of time, I mean, I know this is a real general question, but roughly over what period of time um, are they getting those four to five emails? Is that like a week, two weeks? Is that longer? No, they get it every day. They get it like one email a day. Okay. And then um, afterwards, I think after like the second week, after the week and a half, we put them into like uh, every other day and then we bounce to uh, every three days. Every three days, okay. Yeah. And is there a is there a certain price point for a product that's working better than others with this sort of strategy? That's very interesting. We actually still split testing that because I thought a, a uh, low end product would work better mm-hmm. for the Latin market, uh, but we just recently did a test and we ended up selling uh, high ticket items nine ninety seven, which is pretty high for the Latin market. Yeah, and um, it actually converted very very well, and um, also. In a recurring product, we tested two price points, one at $47 and one at $77. And for our surprise, the $77 is what's sticking the most. And we have a lot of dropouts in $47. 
and but they're sticking more for the seventy-seven dollars. So it's pretty interesting. Wow. <laughs> I mean, these guys don't make that kind of money, right? But they're sticking with the with the high pro- with the high price as opposed to the low price. Now on that ninety on the nine ninety-seven product, is that is that sold right over th- through your email autoresponder, or is there some sort of webinar done, or or what is that? Yeah, we like? did that through a webinar. We, we, we did, did webinar. It. Okay. Okay. We did a demo, and uh, it was actually a, uh, a software. So um, we actually did a demo on the webinar, and then um, the last 15 minutes of the webinar, we actually did the pitch, and and we did the replay. So in the, for like the next seven days, we were getting a lot of uh, a lot of sales. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. This is this is really interesting, and not one that I really thought a whole lot about. So I'm really glad that we were able to talk about this sort of thing, Gus. If you could leave like with one. Like one tip, like if someone just walks away with, and when there's a lot of things that we've talked about here today that someone can, can I, I, I want to sort of encourage people to start thinking about this if they're not already as an opportunity. But if there's one tip that you could give, um, you know, sort of around everything we've been talking about, what would that be? Just do it. Just get into the Latin market um, or international traffic because, you know, it's, it's cheap, it's untapped territory, and the competition is minimal. And this big, big, Big opportunity. Awesome, um, Gus. Where can people connect with you online? What's the best? Uh, what's the best place for people to uh, to find? You? <laughs> it's it's in Spanish. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. We'll, we'll drive people there. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. It's. I'll say it and then I'll translate it. It's okay. called AffiliadoSecreto.com, which means secretaffiliate.com in Spanish. Secretaffiliate.com. Okay. But it's in Spanish. So secretaffiliate.com is not my website. It's not my domain, but it's in Spanish. AffiliadoSecreto.com. All right. I'm going to email you after this and have you spell it out for me Gotcha. <laughs> because I want to link that up in the show notes for today's, uh, for today's episode. Uh, I do want to make sure we get that. Gus, thank you so much. This has been a really interesting conversation and uh, really appreciate you coming on here to, uh, to talk about it. Awesome, Rick. Thank you very much. You know, I, I'm honored to be in this uh, podcast and uh, hey, I'll see you next time. Hope you got a lot out of this discussion with Gus today. If you're looking to reach new markets outside of the US, I mean, you heard Gus talk about it. There's a huge opportunity to do so with lower paid traffic costs and a lot less competition. So thank you again. Uh, Big thanks again to Gus for coming on the show today to talk about this uh, topic. Really interesting stuff here. Now, don't forget that every week I choose an iTunes rating and review at random from that week, and the winner will receive a free personalized Facebook ads audit from me. Now, this is where I review your Facebook ads and give honest feedback, ideas, and suggestions for improvement, showing you exactly how to tweak and improve your Facebook ads so that you can be getting the best results possible while spending the least amount of money possible. So if you'd like to win one of these personalized Facebook ads audits from me, head over to iTunes, search on The Art of Paid Traffic, leave an honest rating and review there for the show, and then email me at support at rickmulready.com to let me know that you've left that rating and review. And every Friday, I'll choose a review from at random from that week and announce it here on the show. I love doing those uh, the, those audits for you. All right, that's all for today's episode. I've got another great one coming up for you in the next one. Until then, though, keep testing your paid traffic to find out what works for you and your business, and then do more of what's working. And I'll see you in the next episode. the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators ad money i see these over and over and over again and i put them together in a mini email series this is not fluff 
each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads. Click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.